0: Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of Boss Hijabipreneur. Women often appear to suffer from the misconception that to be successful in business or accepted in society, they have to diminish or denounce their faith or beliefs. As a business coach, I have encountered women cross culturally who face internal conflict regarding their religious identity, maintaining their family roles, and being their most authentic selves. I developed this podcast to help guide them back to reclaiming their faith, better define their roles as women. So they can own their identity live their absolute best life and be a powerhouse in business let's tune in to today's episode already in progress welcome back to the boss hijabi podcast and as many of you know in 2020 we're focused on faith family and finances we have found that our clients and the women that follow us find these three areas the most important in their lives One of the things, though, that we want to make sure that we just kind of tackle here is that we... Um, you know, help you to understand that there are actually subcategories to these three main categories. So it's not just, uh, you know, focusing on faith, family, and finances. There are subcategories as well to these main categories. So for example, under finance, finances, uh, what we're doing there is we're focusing on creating more money in your personal or your business finances. So what we want to do is everyone that we encounter on our social media, anyone that we encounter here on the Boss Hijab podcasts, through any of our workshops, um, you know, and other events that we'll be having throughout the year, we want to make sure that you are focused on creating, you know, more money in, you know, more money for yourself in 2020. Um, So we'll be focused on creating multiple income streams within your business and also as a person. So one of the things that we did, I believe it was episode 39 with Lucretia Thomas, uh, is we talked about. Um, you know, how do you create additional income streams? How do you make your money work for you? So those are one of the things uh, that's a main focus for us. I think uh, as far as like the community of women and also the community of Muslim women in business, it's something that we don't talk enough about. And we also uh, kind of shy away from talking about the money itself. Um, You know, a lot of times what we run into is like, you know, you should be focused on your faith and, you know, what you get is what you get. And, and that, that doesn't necessarily, have to be that way. You know, Uh, things have a price tag on them. We live in a world where everything that we do, everything that we want to buy has a price tag on it. And so how do we, uh, you know, pay for these things? So, you know, focusing on finances, we just want to become a little bit more educated in that particular area. So we will have guests that will pop in just like uh, Lucretia did. Uh, We will have other guests that come from other companies. They have their own businesses or they work for one of the halal companies. Companies in finance or mortgages, et cetera. And they'll pop in throughout the year and they are. An expert in whatever area so again mortgages stocks bonds other halal investments budgeting etc so in our bossy jabby planner I'm so excited so uh, we came out with the bossy jabby planner it actually came out in November but it had officially launched in December and what we've been doing all month in January is we've been hosting uh, these calls and so they are planning sessions is what we've named them using the planner and in these planning sessions what we've been able to do is we've been able to talk about how to use the planner. So we've showed every person that has purchased the planner, we show them how to use it and how to get the most out of their planner. And I'm going to share a few of those tips um, with you guys. So if you hear some pages turning, it's because I'm actually looking at the pages as I am um, recording this. But in the planner there's a tracker for how much money you're bringing in every day whether that's personally or through your business. So what you want to do is you want to know how much money you're you're bringing in every single day. So if you don't know where your money is, if you haven't printed out your bank statements, if you, you know, haven't looked at, you know, how much money I just got to raise, how much money do I w- make every week? How do you expect it to grow? How do you expect to be able to do the things that you want to do? This year we're not doing anything willy-nilly. We're not doing anything without planning it out first. We're not taking a vacation without planning it out first. We're not going on a shopping spree without planning it out first. How about you shop through your closet and look for some things that you haven't worn in in a while? Like those are the ideas, some of the ideas. But um, what we have inside of the planner is we have a place for uh, this week's top three goals. And then there's a daily sales tracker and it's labeled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even Saturday and Sunday. So for those of us, you know, for those of you that are working a nine to five, right. Um, And, uh, you know, you may uh, have thought about doing, you know, having some type of side hustle, or, uh, you know, a, a product that you sell on the weekends. Well, there's a tracker for every day of the week. For those of us like me that uh, you know run their business or full-time entrepreneurs, we need this tracker because we're making money every single day. Um, and, and that's the goal is for us to make money every single day. So whether you're an entrepreneur full-time or you're you're a full-time nine-to-five employee and then a part-time entrepreneur, Monday through Sunday, we want to be making money and there's a sales tracker. So there's space enough for you to put whatever your goal is for the day. And then there's a space for you to put whatever... What you actually did, um, you know, every single day. I um, mean, we go through that um, through the, in the planning call along with some other things. So, you know, one of the ways that you can achieve more of your goals is first by planning, right? Um, and, you know, if you want to travel more, more, I know, you know, Hajj and Umrah is big. Like if you look all over the internet right now, you know, I've seen Hajj trips and Umrah trips, but normally they're around a certain time of year. Literally every month it looks like someone's going on Umrah and then, you know, someone is doing some type of fundraising for Hajj, right? Hajj is only one time of year, but um, there are organizations that are raising money now uh, to uh, help, uh, you know, some of those people to be able to go to Hajj and people are doing their Hajj planning now. Every single month, they're putting some money aside for Hajj or Umrah. Um, you want to develop a pl- financial plan to be able to do the things that you want to do, to do the things that are important to you. And you know, one of the questions that I really want us to really start saying to ourselves is, how will we create opportunities to make more money? Um, literally, you know, my son and I we were just talking this morning, and we were talking about how social media has made it easy for anyone to go into business. Literally, you can post a picture of your product, you can post a picture of you in your T-shirt, you can tack on it, hey. Um, just came out with this t-shirt. It is for, you know, the, the person that wants to uh, feel empowered while they're wearing the t-shirt, just $25, grab one for you and a friend. And literally, you know, they put their PayPal link, they put their website link, whatever the case may be, and they're in business and they're selling these t-shirts, you know, um, for those of you that are working in a nine, a nine to five, you could have your weekend business again, like I said before. It could be selling cakes, it could be t- selling these t shirts, like my son and I were talking about this morning, right? Um, you could also become an eBay or an Amazon reseller, so that is huge right now. Um, I believe Beyonce on uh, January 18th, so in a couple of days, uh, she's about to launch her uh, brand, you know, her a uh, launch with her clothing of her clothing line, Ivy Park, on January. January 18th with Adidas, right? A lot of you may get on there and you may purchase, you know, those sneakers or purchase an item of her clothing and when they sell out, the sneakers are probably the better bet. But when they sell out, what's going to happen? People still want them. So you may you they may sell for 250 or 350 and then you may be able to double your income or double your return on investment by reselling uh, those uh, particular sneakers on a place like eBay or Amazon. So just some things for you to think about. So it, it doesn't cost you anything but a click you know, to purchase that product or, you know, going into the store and purchasing that product and then snapping a picture of it, putting it up on Amazon or eBay, and then reselling it. Um, and the list is endless for the possibilities and the things that you can do to make money. Like I said, in 2020, my son and I, we were really like just thinking about like anyone, you know, everyone should go into business for themselves. You know, everyone should have some type of side hustle, something that they're, they're, they're doing. Um, if your goal is a hundred thousand dollars to make an a $100,000 in income in 2020, all you have to do is make $300 a day. Think about that. You know, that's a pair of sneakers. You know, you sell a pair of sneakers, a pair of sneakers can run you 300, 350, 450 a day. So if your goal is to make $100,000 in 2020, you may only need to sell one pair of sneakers every single um, day. Um, For those of you that are in coaching or, you know, have a coaching business, if you have a high ticket, you know, coaching class that costs $297, you just have to do one of those a day and you'll be able to hit the $100,000 mark in 2020. If your goal is $500,000 this year only $1,400 a day. Again, thinking about the merchandise that you sell, the products that you sell, and just saying to yourself, okay, what will it take? How many products do I need to sell to be able to hit that $1,400 a day mark or that $500,000 a year mark? And then for those of you that are in the millionaire club or are looking to be in the millionaire club, that's just $2,700 a day. How many, how much, mon- how many of your product do you need to sell in a day? What's the effort that you need to put behind it? You know, if you look at my Instagram page, which is at B U N H D, you will see how um, we are using email marketing to help our clients, how we are using, you know, their analytics for their particular business. We're using that to be able to help them achieve their goals. One of the things that we do as well with our clients is we talk to them about what their goals are. So uh, we have a client that is looking to purchase, you know, their dream home in 2020, right? In the next few months. Uh, we have a person who has recently uh you know gone through a life shift a life change, and uh they would like their income to take over you know their nine to five income you know how do they do that and and what what is the process for that uh you know, we have someone else that would like to take this is a big one we all we get this a lot where they want to take their family on a vacation and they want to be able to do you know a vacation where they spend seven to ten days wherever it is that they want to take their vacation and they don't want to just, you know, uh, you know, just go on vacation. They want to actually enjoy every single day, possibly going to a theme park, you know, going to the beach, you know, doing all, all different types of activities with their families. Some families over the summer, you know, that their their parent doesn't work during the summer, you know, June, July, August, they would like to be able to maybe, you know, take their family across Europe for the entire summer. What, how, how much does that cost for a family of five what does that look like those are the things if those things are important to you then those are the things that you make your your goal make it something that is a stretch and make it also something that is important to you so say like for me you know one of my goals this year um, and I'm gonna keep saying it and, the, and I'm not saying it to boast or to brag I'm saying it because this is something that I really want to do and the more that I say it and the more that I put it put it out there the more that I have to to bring this thing to fruition the second part of it is, you know just as a person of faith as a woman of faith is that i hope that it inspires and encourages someone else to do the same so my goal this year my big goal this year is to build a well and so what i'm doing right now is i'm researching the different areas uh, that need wells that don't have you know water running or clean water running to their particular area and then what would it take in order to build that well and then dedicating it to someone that has passed on in my family um, as a, uh, you know, just a sadhaka jariya for them, right? And so, you know, I just want to ensure that you you remember that energy grows where energy flows. So the more focus and intention that you put on that goal or that thing that you want to achieve, the more likely it is to come to fruition, the more likely um, you are likely to achieve it. Right. So under. So that was uh, under finance. So just, uh, you know, thinking about the categories that fall under finance, that was a lot. Right. Um, the next area is family. We are working on our relationships with family and of course our friends. So who be who have become just like family, right? So I have a lot of friends who I've known for many, 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 many years and I consider them a part of my family. My children call them auntie and uncle. So, you know, um I feel like, you know, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we're nurturing those relationships and we're keeping those relationships. You know, I hate to say it, but I have, you know, people that I've been friends with forever that when we talk it's as if no time has has passed, but I could do a better job. We you know we could do a better job of communicating with each other and staying in touch with with one another. You know, if we value people, we want to make sure that we are incorporating them into our lives as much as possible. And that takes planning. So again, through our Bossy Jabby Planner, we help you to keep all of the important dates like kids games, school activities, upcoming events brunch meetings prayer services whether you go Friday Saturday Sunday whichever day you attend right uh, those important client meetings client callbacks and I know you're like well wait a minute Helena, we're talking about family how are these other things you know f- that really have to do with work how are they falling under family and the thing is is that the reason why uh, you know we kind of lose track of our kids maybe we don't attend as many games as we want to is because work gets in the way and it's not really work getting in the way it's actually that we did and plan, um, you know, uh, uh, effectively. So basically what we did is, is we we said to our child, hey, I'm going to show up at that game or I'm going to show up at that event. But we forgot that we have a client meeting and we all know that that client meeting is what pays the bills. That event, you know, that we're hosting, say if you're an entrepreneur my like myself and I host different events throughout the year, that event may fall on a day that I'm supposed to be at my daughter's X, Y, and Z. And then that's where the planner comes in and, and I'm able to talk to my daughter. I'm able to say, Hey, we have this event uh, this day, but your brother or your father are going to attend your event. I'm going to attend this one, and, and just showing your child um, the calendar. So, you know, uh, the Bossy Jabby Planner is not going to be this magical thing where we magically allow you to appear at every, you know, event or game or, you know, thing that your child has or your a family member has, but it will allow you to be able to see your full day, your full week, your full month, your full year. And then you can say, Yes, I can can say yes to this because I am available. So just putting it plain in your face, putting it out there, what you're able to um, you know do and achieve when you're available and all that good kind of stuff, right? Um, so client callbacks. Um, this is a big one for a lot of my clients. Product shipment dates, right? So a lot of times, what happens is is that a cl- um, my clients they sell merchandise or they sell you know products and they'll run out of them mid month, and so now they've lost business because they're unable to put an item for sale because they've lost business. So one of the things that we focus on is tracking product shipment dates. So when 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 you go to place an order, so knowing when you need to place the next order or placing. You know, you'll order multiple times a month. Maybe you place orders every week. Maybe you place them bi weekly, depending on your business, right? But making sure that you're never in an out of stock situation where you don't have the products available for the demand of your client, right? Um, and again just saying you know how many times have you had to cancel um, you know because you have you know that client meeting or how many times have you had to put up out of stock i've done it you know i've been in that place where i've had to put up an out-of stock um, you know sticker because you know i either didn't gauge the quantity correctly or from the source manufacturer they they just weren't able to get it done i know this is the season this is high season actually for those of you that are authors on amazon like this is kind of like the blackout period i think it ends sometime at the end of January where, you know, uh, when you place an order, literally, it seems like the next day you get your shipment of books, right? But, you know, in blackout season, you can wait anywhere from 10 to 15 days to receive your books, whereas normally you're waiting eight days or less to receive your books. So just making sure that you are putting that on the calendar and you are cognizant um, of that. Our final category is faith. And for me, I put this last because I felt like this was the place where I wanted to spend the most focus because I think that people may misconstrue me talking about faith, family and finances. We get it right. But faith people may think that I'm only talking about worship and I'm only talking about, you know, memorizing the Quran or studying your your religious book of choice, right? I'm not just talking about that. I'm actually talking about faith as a whole um, and just, you know, spirituality as a whole and all that encompasses, right? So faith is the foundation for our lives, right? And for those of you that, you know, are of the Abrahamic uh, traditions or, you know, believe in an Abrahamic faith, right? Um, you know, we know that faith is at the center. Faith is at the foundation. Of everything that we do, right? So I'm excited about uh, the focus on this category this year and just the way that we've kind of subcategorized it for many reasons, um, as it actually encompasses, again, every area of our life. In Islam, we have what is called um, an amana. And what an amana is, or or its uh, you know translation is, is trust. It's it's um, what we've been entrusted with by God, and it's keeping our promise to do our best with those things that we've been entrusted with, those things that we've been given, and those things include our family, our finances, our faith practice, health, and everything in between. One of the areas I'm focused on this year is my mental and physical health. And, you know, through, you know, just the mental piece of it, it's just making sure that I am scheduling in, you know, time to myself. I'm scheduling in, you know, a a time off from actually working. I'm scheduling time with my sister who, you know, she's just one of my favorite people on the planet. I'm scheduling time to hang out with her. I'm scheduling time with my children. I'm scheduling time to be available for my family. Right. And so, you know, that's one of the, things that I'm really focused on that, you know, as far as like my mental health and then my physical health. Um, I'm focused on, uh, you know, uh, there's a weight loss uh, piece of it. So, you know, just for, you know, I've spent the last 26 plus years working to provide for myself and family. And, you know, what's what's making me like, uh, you know, this uh, weight loss challenge that I'm doing is oftentimes I forget to eat, and then when I do eat, I overeat, right? And so none of that is healthy, um, you know, for um um any of us, and it's unhealthy in, in so many ways, right? So, you know overindulging you know uh, you know it that, that can um you know lead to increased weight it can lead also to other other health issues etc right and so you know i've spent the last years being conscious of what i put into my body so i cut out meat and chicken and i'm currently a pescatarian but i only eat about um, I only eat about uh, two meals a week that actually include fish. And the rest of the week I'm eating like, um, you know, just like a vegetarian meal. Um, I have noticed not only weight loss, but an increase in my energy level. I remember the first time that like I went into a Whole Foods, right? So Whole Foods has been around for a while, but I just remember the first time that I went into a Whole Foods. It was like this foreign and almost like this magical place, right? Um, I went in there and I immediately felt like Zen. I felt like everyone in there was like just calm. They were pushing their carts really slowly. They were slowly choosing, you know, their their products and et cetera. Right now, I could be exaggerating, right? but, um, that is just how it looked, um, to me. And I just felt like, you know, just, uh, choosing the organic products, um, you know, from the store also, you know, again, getting away from the meat and getting away from the chicken, um, it helped me to feel better. And I felt like I was digesting my food faster. Like, you know, it was, it was just, you know, going through my metabolism a lot faster. So, um, you know, that's one of the things. And I felt like that that is what led to an increase in my energy level. Um, The beauty of this is it extends um, my life. Right. So having, you know, a healthier lifestyle, um, you know, of course, it extends our life. Right. And I am able to, you know, be around to worship longer. I'm able to be around for my family and enjoy the outdoor activities we like to participate in. So if you've ever seen like photos with my kids, like it's literally running on the beach. It's it's having, you know, races, you know, it's playing football, basketball. It's it's all of these things that, you know, we do outdoors and, and you know, um, encompasses a lot of physical, um, you know, activity. And so I want to be around, um, you know, for that. I want to be around to, you know, participate in those as well. I don't want to be on the sidelines like, Hey, I'm too tired to do this, or, you know, I'm breathing heavy, slow down that type of thing. You know, I enjoy running, I enjoy walks. And so, you know, being able to do those things without, you know, running out of breath and that kind of thing. So my diet and, and, you know, just the weight loss, um, will help me to achieve that. Right. So, and it also, all of these things, all of these things, faith, family, finances, it allows me to show up in, in my business a lot better. So if I am, you know, I have, you know, my physical activity, my, my mental health, you know, are, are in a great place, right? Um, I can show up to work better. My, I'm able, my, I'm clear headed. I'm able to think if, you know, my, my actual faith, my spirituality is at a place where I've, I feel like I'm connected to my creator. And I feel like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm at my peak then I can, again, show up better uh, for myself. If my finances are are in order, this is for all of us, right? If our finances are in order, we're a little bit happier to come to work. We're not dreading it. We're not, you know, when you, I remember, you know, just living that paycheck to paycheck and then relying on that paycheck, right? Um, Living like that, you actually resent coming to work. You dread coming to work because you're like, "Um, I don't know what I'm doing all these hours for. I don't know why I'm working all of, you know, working this hard when at the end of the week, my paycheck is gone anyway. So, you know, just really thinking about how can we make more money? How can we create more opportunities to uh, make more money, right? So um, we will be right back after a few words from one of our sponsors. And I want to give you five tips on how to have, Better focus in 2020. We'll be right back. Everything we do is intertwine into another area of our life. I have started uh, the weight loss fast, as we talked about just a bit ago, and the, I fast every Monday and Thursday as a part of my spiritual fast outside of Ramadan. So I've been doing that for a number of years now, just fasting throughout the year every you know every Monday and Thursday, um, you know, as much as I can. Um, and the closer, you know, in 2020, what I have decided is I've decided to do that all the way up until uh, Ramadan itself. So, um, Ramadan is uh, coming a little bit early this year um, in April, God willing. And, um, you know, inshallah. And so, um, I've committed to fasting every Monday and Thursday as a part of my spiritual fast. But I was put on recently by a friend of mine, and uh, basically, I'm fasting every single day. And so, basically, uh, same concept as. Um, you know, our spiritual fast that we do um, as far as eating in the morning, and then not eating uh, for 12 hours, 12 to 13 hours, and then eating a small meal. And then, of course, there is there are some restrictions to what I can um, and cannot eat. So a lot of the sugar and a lot of the carbs have been cut out of my uh, diet. So I do have uh, some things that are restricted as far as eating. So, um, of course, veggies, of course, um, you know, I can eat eggplant, that kind of thing. Um, but just cutting out a lot of the, the sugar and the carbs, you know, because carbs, of course, uh, turn into sugar and so uh, that's kind of my problem area or my problem or my concern you know my area of concern so uh just keeping um focus on that. But uh, one of the things that that does is, is it creates discipline. And when we create discipline in one area of our lives, it's easy for us to create discipline in the other area. So whether it's, you know, spending time with family, whether it's, you know, uh, sticking to a particular plan, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, sp- uh, sticking to a specific faith regimen or plan, etc., right? And speaking of that, we do have a pre-Ramadan challenge that uh, we are currently um, taking enrollments for, and the pre-Ramadan challenge starts January 23rd. Uh, There are two ways to join the class. Uh, One is uh, just $5 enrollment allows you to join the four-week class. So it is a four-week class starting January 23rd and continues every Thursday for four weeks. Um, And then um, basically with the $5 enrollment, um, it allows you to participate in the four-week class. And you also get a completion certificate um, at the end of it. The VIP, which is $20, uh, does a few things for you. So um, it allows you to participate in the four-week class, also gives you the the, um, the, the certificate, the completion certificate, but it also gives you a copy of the Not Without My Hijab book. So the Not Without My Hijab book actually retails for $23 plus shipping Um, for the class. It's just $20 and that includes the shipping. So you guys are getting almost a $10 break on um, the price because when you add in shipping, you know, and everything like that. So you're getting a $10 break on the price of that. So it's just $20 for the VIP, which again includes all four weeks of the class, includes the completion, the completion certificate includes a copy of the Not Without My Hijab book and also um, includes, uh, we are going to do four touch points after the class throughout the year. Just to see uh, in our last week of the class, week four, we're actually going to uh, develop a faith plan. So we're going to do touch points where we check in with you throughout the year. We'll have a a virtual call via Zoom and um, we will check in to see how you're doing with implementing your faith plan. How are things going for you? Um, In the Not Without my hijab book, 11 Steps to Reclaiming Your Faith. It really is truly all of the 11 steps that I took to reclaim faith for myself five years ago. And uh, the way that we're using this is that, you know, if if you have, you know, know, faded away, if you're just now coming back to faith or, you know, you are a little bit shaky on your faith, or if you just want to look for more tools and strategies and tips to be able to keep the faith um, throughout the year, we're using uh, the Not Without My Hijab book. So, Uh, In the beginning of the book, you know, we start from the first, very first, first, first step, step one, which is the awakening and realizing that you want to be, you know, you want to have a more faithful life or more faith-filled life, right? And so just going through all of the 11 steps and applying those 11 steps to our life. And so uh, that's what we'll be doing. So uh, if you join uh, via the general admission, which is $5, uh, you will follow along with the class, but without the book. But if you join with the VIP, you'll actually be able to follow along with your book, and you'll actually be able to do the exercises um, throughout the book, um, inshallah. So uh, we do have that um, coming up. So just just another way to prepare for Ramadan. And one of the things that we're going to encourage is the fasting. So the fasting, um, the Monday and Thursday, which is a sunnah of the Prophet salam. he fasted on um, Mondays and Thursdays, right? So just encouraging our um, participants to do that. And even you right now as the listener, for you to incorporate that in your life, not just for weight loss like me, right? So um, on the other days, just going back to the fast of uh, fasting for weight loss, um, is on the other days, I'm fasting for weight loss. So apart from Monday and Thursday, I'm, I'm fasting for weight loss. And I'm using the Barsi jabby planner to track my weight and BMI daily, right? So my body mass index, I'm using that to track it every single day. Um, I have also placed a weight loss goal of 15 Pounds on my short-term goal list, which is also inside of the planner. So right in front of the planner, and literally every quarter, uh, there is a goals, your why, etc. So um, I have that as one of my goals there, and then directly um in the front, one of my short-term goals. So there are one, two, three, four four short-term and long-term goal uh, pages, but then um, they have multiple months on each page. So there are one, two, three, four uh 6 months on each page so four dedicated to short term goals and two dedicated to long term goals and basically what you're doing is you're breaking down those long term goals into short term goals so your short term goals will allow you to help to bring those long term goals into fruition which will allow you to bring your entire 2020 vision uh to life so I'm not sure if I mentioned that in the first segment but I'll uh, just mention it again we have uh two pages that are directly in the front of the book uh they are one page 1, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight they're on page eight and nine, um, vision board, and you can go to town on this. I know I did. So I cut some pictures out from magazines and then, um, I use some stickers to actually put in some of my goals. So maybe I'll share this picture on IG. So if you aren't following us on IG, again, go to at B-U-N-H-D, that's B-E-Y-O-U-I-N-H-D, and you'll be able to follow along, um, with us. And I will share uh, the picture of my vision board. I'll share it in my stories, um, and maybe I'll share it on the page um, itself. So make sure you look out for that. But again, everything is intertwined. And um, you know just writing down all of these goals and even you know uh, pasting you know the pictures and the stickers and the notes on my vision board, um this is what I had in mind, and I'm sure you've heard this before. A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan a plan backed by action makes your dreams reality. I want to tell you that it is so true. In the last three years since I started BUNHD, since I started this podcast, started all of these things, all of these things started out as something that I wrote down. Literally, the podcast, I believe, was on my 2016 or 20, It was on my 2017 um, list of things to do. It was on my vision board. Um, of things uh, to implement, and I just really wanted to create a podcast that connected with women of faith and show them other women of faith that were doing amazing things. Hence, the reason why it's called the Bossy Jabypreneur Podcast. But that was one of my goals for 2017, and now almost three years later, we are still continuing to produce episodes. Um, so again, this is episode 41. So that's proof right there that you know we have been able to continue a plan that was literally you know something that I wrote down. I just wrote down. Podcast. and then I said okay what is the date that I'm gonna have this buying and then that's how it ended up so the planner um, was actually um, me. I took the way that I do things and the way that I suggest my clients do things. And I also took two planners that I've had over the past um, couple of years. So actually the past three years, um, I took uh, planners that I used and I took some of the things that worked well for me in those planners. And I just, in, in, uh, uh, you know, fused them together and uh, created the planner that, uh, you know, you guys will um, get, um, you'll get. So th- with the Bossy Jabby planner, right? The cat um, so I started on my I started my fast on January 9th I feel like I'm all over the place but it all makes sense it's all like wrapping up together I hope that that's how it's coming across to you guys but anyway right um, I started my fast on January 9th 2020 and I've already lost three pounds woohoo so um, reports show uh, you are 42 percent more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down so me writing down that I wanted to achieve a 15 pound loss uh, you know by XY Z, uh, date is the reason why I've already lost three pounds because one I'm determined to reach the goal um, two and it's not even about the numbers goal it's about you know me you know being able to again have a longer life you know god willing inshallah right um, me being able to be around my children and and be able to participate in the things that they want to do and to be able to enjoy my time um you know with them and for them to be able to remember their mom you know that their mom you know participated in all all of these activities, um, you know, with them, who wants to be around somebody who, you know, can't, you know, participate in the activities. Right. Um, and so, um, 42 percent. So reports show you are 42 percent more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. Writing them down not only forces you to get clear on what exactly it is that you want to accomplish, but also works to motivate you to complete the task necessary for success. So one of the things that I will tell you when I'm looking at my planner and I see a checkbox of something that I want to do or a task um, you know, that I have. So that's another thing. So um, in the planner, there is, a, there. so there is your monthly um, calendar. And then directly after your monthly calendar is a weekly calendar that's dated from Monday through Sunday. And in the layout, it has a place for you to uh, write down what, you know, what your goals are for the day. Then it has uh, one, two, three, four, five to-dos. So you can put your five to do's there and then it has a place for prayer. So as a Muslim woman, as a woman of faith, you know, it is important for me to pray the five times a day. I know I mentioned this in episode one and I always, when people see me and they've listened to episode one, they all say the same thing. And basically it is, that I schedule on my day around prayer, not the other way around, right? So prayer goes first. I write down, you know, when when what, what are the times for me to pray? And then everything else is around that. I don't have client calls scheduled around that time. I don't have work or anything else scheduled around that time. And literally everyone that I know on a personal level knows, don't call me at, around that time. You know, I take that break, you know, anywhere between, so now it's a little bit later. It's, um I take that break at 1145 because prayer comes in about 1250. 15 now here in New York. And so, you know, I take that time to eat lunch, you know, if it's a day that I'm not, you know, fully fasting and, uh, or drink some water. And then, um, I, um, pray, you know, and I pray first, you know, I pray my prayer. And then after that, you know, I spend some time, you know, just some quiet time before I take the next calls. And so anyone who knows me personally, or anyone who has been in, in business with us knows on our calendar, we don't have time slots that are available, um, during those times, as far as prayer is concerned. All right. Um, so, um, with that being said, most people have already lost focus. So this right here, we're going to get a little bit serious really quickly. I actually, um, I I wouldn't say I was upset, but it really bothered me. Um, I saw this meme, uh, circulating on social media and, you know, basically, so uh, there are some people, some of you that are listening to this or some people that, you know, follow our platform, uh, you know, on social media or, you know, whatever. Right. And you wrote down your goals before the new year, or you wrote them right at the top of the year, January 1st, and you haven't looked at them since. And, this is the meme, like I was literally so upset. So, um, the meme was of Bart Simpson, um, falling down a flight of steps. And then it was, you know, every year. So I think it started at like 2011, 2012, 2013. I'm going to read all of these out because that's how profound it was to me. 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, and then 2020. Right. And it says, at the top me every year and then it says next year will be better and then it says next year and then it's him toppling down the steps like no you know I really wrote this and I put it in my stories and then I even put it on my page and I said I will not allow anyone on my timeline to do this this year it stops now spend a few minutes planning um, you know work to achieve three goals every single day and literally okay life happens things happen. You're going to hit some roadblocks. You're going to hit obstacles, but you know what puts you back on and keeps you back on pace? Having a plan, having a plan and literally saying, and, and literally also having some conviction behind it and saying to yourself, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm going to achieve this thing. You know, if it's opening up the Quran and reading from the Quran every single day, it's not making excuses. It's, it's picking it up and actually reading from the pages. I go through this myself. You know, my goal is to every day at least read one verse from the Quran, even if it's just one verse. It'll It's better and it's greater. You know, I'm sure I will get, you know, greater blessings and even greater understanding of Islam, you know, by reading more. But if I only you know, read one line, at least I've, you know, I've, I've done that, at least I've honored myself, you know, and I've honored the intention and I've honored the promise that, you know, I made to myself that I want to, I want to study Islam more, I want to learn more about Islam. You can learn that by, you know, um, you know, reading the Quran. One of the things that I did is, is I started picking up the tafsir, you know, being that I speak a different language than Arabic, right? My, my, my native tongue is English. I speak Spanish and I speak Portuguese my native tongue is not Arabic, right? And so for me, it takes a little bit more of a concerted effort for me to read from the Quran and be able to understand all of the words just by reading it. And so I picked up, um, you know, the tafsir and I'm reading the tafsir. I'm, I'm spending time, I'm spending a month on a surah versus being able to memorize it in a week or less, right? And really, working to understand what the surah is trying to tell me uh, to understand, you know, what, how will this help me in my life, et cetera. Right. And so, you know, that's one of my goals and not to go off on a tangent. Um, but you know, this, I'm, I'm telling you this meme got me so riled up and so fired up because I felt like, you know, there are really people that are out there that are literally have already, it is only, 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 only January 13th. And there are people that have already, that have already chalked this year up to to being a failure. Okay, that's it. I've fallen down. Um you know, I'm tumbling, you know, through the year once again and this is just how it's going to be. Um, so, you know, again, this meme sparked uh, some of the content, of course, for this episode, it's, it's, it's just, as I explained, and I really wanted to, you know, just give these tips and I'm going to, um, roll right into them. So I'm going to give you a few ways to stay focused on your goals this year using our boss hijabi planner. And just, you know, if, even if you, you know, take a blank piece of paper and you write down some of your goals and dreams and you make sure that you refer back to them on a daily basis, put a date next to it and say, Hey, I'm going to accomplish this thing, um, you know, by this date, I talk a lot about uh, about this, and it's really true. It's called uh, the reticular activating system, so RAS. And basically, when you read out those goals and you read them out and you read them out and you continually do it on a, on a daily basis, and you become convicted, and hey, I'm going to bring this to the to fruition. It seems as if you know God, the universe, whatever you you know you want to call it starts to bring those things into your, 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 your site. And you start to see, Hey, if I, if one of your, your goals is to purchase a car, um, perfect example, you know, when, when my daughter, uh, you know, was little, um, we, you know, I was purchasing a new car and you know, the car that I wanted, she ended up, you know, looking at it and everything like that. And she ended up coming to the showroom and sitting in the car. And it was like, as soon as like, we, we decided, okay, this is the car that I want, you know, uh, let's, you know, work on the logistics and all, you know, everything you know, the planning of it, getting rid of the old car, the new car, all that good kind of stuff, the leases up thin and all that. And um, it seemed like I started to see the car everywhere. And so, you know, it helped me to say, you know, that's truly the car that I want. That's the color that I want. That's the interior that I want. So, um, you know, it truly, truly works. So um, to say, you know, I say all of that to say it's the very first tip and it's to know where you're going. So the, the the biggest part of achieving your goals is to actually have a goal, It's to actually say, hey, this is what I want to bring into fruition. One of the things that we do in uh, the planner is that we uh, ask you what's your why. So um, during our, um, you know, 90 day uh, action plan, one of the things it has you put down three goals and then it asks you your why. Right. So my why for this uh, first quarter or for this first part of the quarter, first month of the quarter is to help more women reclaim faith and look at the why. Listen, everything that I'm doing, the bossy, jabby planner helping to reclaim your faith. Uh, the pre-Ramadan challenge, helping to reclaim faith. Have some, even the very first event that I spoke at this year in Canada, helping women to reclaim faith, right? Whether you're Muslim or not, that that that's irrelevant to me. But, you know, uh, you know, just helping women to reclaim faith and, and just getting that solid foundation so that they can do better and do more in different areas of, uh, their lives. So know where you're going. So, um, have, have you created an overarching goal or goals for the year? So again, um, you know, we have three goals for the month of January. Um, and, uh, you know, our why is to help more women reclaim faith, right? Um, if, um, You know, our Boss Hijabi Planner was created to help women just like you to achieve more of the goals you want to achieve and lose the distractions, excuses, procrastination and complacency. So just imagine going to a planner and just creating that discipline every single day or, you know, night before you go to bed, you check that planner. That will help you to get a little bit more focus. Um, The vision board, again, you know, pasting um, or an inspiring collage of pictures or clippings um, or write out the goals you have for this year, you know, you know, do what what, what uh, feels right for you. And from taking, you know, they could be anything from taking a drink vacation to memorizing or reading a portion of the Quran or your book of choice uh, to mine, which is, you know, my weight my weight loss goal, but I feel like it's a health gain. So, you know, I'm gaining, you know, a, a more healthy lifestyle. I'm gaining the ability to be around my children in the way that they want me to be around them and the way I want to be around them too. Right. So whatever your goals, writing them down and reviewing them daily is how you will manifest them this year and in the future. Here are a few things that, I, that have helped me throughout my career achieve my goals and what I recommend for my clients and anyone who will listen. So some of the recommendations you may have heard before. Many people have adopted them into their lifestyle, especially successful people. When you listen to people that are affluent, you know whether they are wealthy in money or they are, you know, hold uh, some type of status or position, Muslim or not, right? Um, you know, on a religious level or not one of the things that they will tell you is that they write down their goals. Um, They write down their goals the night before. They know where they're going. Where they're going is clear and they're focused on what they need to tackle, right? Um, So what I do is, is the night before, I write down what my goals are for the next day. So I make sure that I look at my planner. I know how many follow-up calls I may need to make to clients, or, you know, I just know the people that I need to connect to, what appointments I have, uh, et cetera. And I set myself up for success the night before. I wrap my head around, you know, what my day, and I I kind of like have this, you know, pre-vision of what my day is going to look like for the next day, and and I envision how I want it to go. Of course, it's always positive, has no roadblocks and all that good kind of stuff. But the benefit of writing down your goals is when you do come against those roadblocks the next day, you're able to get back on track. You're able to handle whatever the fire is, because those fires will happen, and sometimes they happen every single day, right? And then um, you're able to get refocused because you have a checklist, because you know that, hey, okay, although I've accomplished this first thing, I have about three four more things on my list to accomplish for the day. The other thing is, is to do the most difficult things first. I feel like um, when I tackle the things that will take up the most of my time or that I know are a little bit more tedious, uh, what it does is it, 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 it takes up the time, but it also allows me to play catch up a little bit later with the tasks that just are not as difficult, right? Um, the other thing is to the, eliminate the distractions and time wasters. And so we are all guilty of this. We are all guilty of the social media thing, scrolling through our phone And we are guilty of tackling email the first thing in the day, um, during the day, unless you're placing, um, unless you're um, filling orders and you fill your orders through email or whatever the case may be, I would recommend actually opening up your emails a little bit later in the day, like one o'clock, maybe two o'clock in the afternoon versus handling, um, you know, handling them the first thing um, in um, the morning. So just something to think about. The other thing is our phone. So do you have your ringer on throughout the day, right? So I have alerts for both of my children and for my mom, right? So they have special alerts, but everyone else, all of those people are blocked out. You know, those are the three people that are, you know, the three main people that are important to me that I know that they need to connect with me and they need to get through, right? And so I'm, I'm cognizant of that, of, of those three areas throughout the day. But other than that, I'm, I may not pick up your phone call. I have a lot of friends and I have, you know, people that I partner with in business and I may not pick up their phone call. They may not get a phone call. I think I've said this on an episode before. They may not get that phone call back or that call back until about four o'clock in the afternoon. You know, that's when, you know, my day has settled down. I, you know, and I've opened up my calendar. I've opened up space uh, to be able to do those callbacks. And then you may not get a 45 minute conversation out of me. You may only get 10 minutes or 15 minutes because now, you know, I'm working down the line and making sure that I call all of the people that I kind of owe a phone call to um, back. Um, The other thing too, is uh, this is huge for me. And this is something that um, I learned. I learned, I learned, I learned and I had to learn this lesson. And so for me, it's knowing yourself. And for me, um, you know, we were talking about this in our author masterclass, our last author masterclass the other day. And one of the people were like, I think I have like attention deficit disorder. I feel like, you know, I'm so creative that my mind goes all over the place. I am so this person, like I'm so this person, like I get so many ideas throughout the day that sometimes it's hard for me to like focus. And so what I have to do is, is that I have to take periodic breaks or else instead of me working on project A, I'm working on project B, C, D, and hey, how about we do this new project, right? And so we have to make sure that we are cognizant of our own personalities and we we are cognizant of the way that we do things. And so I plan multiple 15-minute breaks throughout the day I take multiple 15-minute breaks I know when I've had enough I'm um, a lot of times you know um, after a client call, I definitely take a 15 minute break because I do a few things. I make sure that I enter the notes um, onto their, their account. You know, what do I need to follow up with them on? What are they working on? What is the deadline for them? All those kind of things. And then I send up a follow up email to our call. Hey, these are the things that you need to work on. That happens within the first five minutes after we get off the call. Right. And then after that, I'm spending 10 minutes to, to, to decompress and, you know, to just get myself ready. I'm reading over the next call, you know, the, the next client that I have. And what do we need to focus on? What is this call? Uh, what do we need to focus on this call? So um, just making sure that you're taking that break. Um, that is good for, you know, um, just for yourself, you know what I mean? Just being able to, you know, self-care, just being able to take care of yourself, right? The other thing is, is that it helps you to not experience exhaustion or burnout. Um, you can easily get burnt out, especially for those of you that are in the coaching space or you uh, deal with clients on a constant basis. Um, you're taking their energies in. You're taking their energies in into your space, whether you're dealing with them virtually or whether they physically come into your office. You're taking on other people's energy when they come into your space. And so it, that decompression allows you to kind of, you know, take that energy and and, and and push it out, you know, from yourself and then regain the energy that you have. And so that you can bring that to the next client. The final tip, the final tip. Tip five is to keep your goals in focus. So we talked a little bit earlier about setting long-term goals and then short-term daily goals to bring your long-term goals into fruition. In our planner, we break down the year into 90-day sections and work on implementing the goals in that 90-day block by week. So you have a four-week roadmap, and it says uh, week one, week two, and week three, and week four, and we make sure that you're able to um, break that down um you know, by a week within that 90 day section. So there are actually four. So we created four of these um, 90 day sections for you uh, because uh, some months have more, uh, you know, weeks than others. Um, At first, this process can feel overwhelming and strange because it's new. But I promise once you get the hang of it, you'll be executing on all cylinders. So I know that we this is a longer episode than what we normally have. Um, so you may have to break this down um, into two lunch break se- segments if you like listening to us while you're at work, which most of you have already told me that you do. Um, if not tonight, um, you know, seven o'clock, you know, after dinner, um, make sure that you tune into the full episode and, you know, just kind of... Um, just wrap your head around this. So for those interested in purchasing our planner, the link is available in our show notes, or you can visit www.bunhd.com. And as always, I pray that this episode was of benefit. Our inspirational quote of the week, planning in the Quran. The Quran teaches us as Muslims to be strategists and planners in our affairs. It shows this in some ways through the stories of the prophets the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in nature, etc. An illustration of this can be seen in the story of Prophet Moses or Prophet Musa and his strategies in approaching the pharaoh of Egypt or when Allah commanded Musa to go to Egypt and call the pharaoh to God or to God, Moses accepted the order and spelled out his plans found in Surah Taha verses 25 to 32 and It is heard, so these verses are heard by many Muslim imams, scholars, teachers, and speakers before they speak today. The Quran states that Moses said, O my Lord, expand my chest with faith, knowledge, and affection. Ease my task and remove the impediment from my speech so they may understand what I say. And give me a minister of my family, Aaron or Harun, my brother. Add to my strength through him and make him share my task. And this is found in the Quran, Surah Taha, which is Surah 20, verses 25 through 32. If you found this episode to be helpful, please subscribe, share with your colleagues and friends, and be sure to leave us a testimonial that we can share with our listeners. If you have a business or product and would like to sponsor an episode, please email the word sponsor to info at BUNHD for more details. Peace. Assalamualaikum. This has been another spectacular episode of Boss Hijabipreneur, brought to you by BUNHD LLC and the Not Without My Hijab stage play. To find out more about services for women of faith in business and the next city up on the tour, visit www.bunhd.com. It is our hope here at BUNHD that after each episode, you will be empowered to have a deeper connection in your spirituality, personal, and business relationships. As women of faith, we have a responsibility to learn our religion, apply it to our daily lives, and to make a positive contribution in our local and global community.